Welcome to the Scuff Podcast, where we talk about U.S. soccer. Hey, everybody. We beat St. Kitts and Nevis 6-0 last night, and we are going to do a quick recap. We have a special guest filling in today, Tim Sullivan, faithful friend of the podcast who helps run a Nashville SC podcast called Club and Country, among other things. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, Bells. I'm excited to talk about a, uh, fortunately, a, a match that went extremely well for the U.S. Men's National Team. Yes, indeed. We don't want to spend too much time talking about this game, but we do want to fulfill our obligation to recap it. The compromise is to talk about the goals. Is that all right? Maybe yeah, a couple of misses. It'll still take us a long time to talk about, maybe. <laughs> yeah, six of them. The lineups. First of all, the lineups. Uh we had Sean Johnson in goal. Brian Reynolds got to start it right back. Matt Miazga, Jalen Neal, and Dewan Jones round out the back four. James Sands, Gianluca Busio making his return to the national team, and Georgi Mihailovic in the midfield. And then Alex Sendejas, Jesus Ferreira, and Cade Cowell across the front line. Going into the game, anything that interested you about the lineup? Um, not particularly a Busio at the eight rather than maybe a, a position where um, he can be less relied upon perhaps, but it's probably a better fit for his skill set at the six. Um, obviously when you have Jim Sands, you're going to play him over, over Busio at the six, but that was the main thing. And then of course, getting a good look at, at Brian Reynolds, uh, you know, a full run out at right back is something that we've kind of wanted uh, maybe a, against a, a little bit better opposition. It, it might've gone differently, but obviously on his 22nd birthday, it, it worked out very well for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could see his quality. I mean, mm-hmm. can't really take too much away from yeah. anybody's performance, but you could see that he can do things. Well, he can do things even that Serginho Des can't do. Like he, he can whip a ball in. He can, uh, I mean, he's not the player Serginho is, of course, but he does a lot of good stuff in the attack. The question is, can he defend? And the grade is incomplete on that. Yeah, we were not going to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then Busio, yeah, Busio at the eight, especially in a game like this where he's got a lot of time on the ball and going to get the ball in pockets of space, it's gonna, he's going to flourish in this game. And he did. Yeah. All right. The lineup for St. Kitts and Nevis is uh, Julani Archibald in goal. And then I'm just going to go quickly through this. Roberts, Maynard, Williams, and Ible across the back line. Uh, Raheem Summersall, North Carolina FC player, and Burley in the midfield, and then Williams, Sawyers, and Terrell across a band of three in the attacking midfield spots, and then Freeman, the striker. Now, we we should mention here, uh, this is the first Gold Cup ever for St. Kitts and Nevis, so congratulations to them for that. The country has a population. It's a two-island country, a population just, you know, Two island country, kind of just east of the Virgin Islands. Uh, the country has a population of 50,000, which is not very many people. And this starting 11 had, as far as I can tell, two players with recognizable professional teams. That's uh, Romain Sawyers in the championship at Cardiff City and Raheem Summersall. I mentioned him earlier at North Carolina FC, which is a USL League One side. So we should beat them 6-0. to zero. Like that's... If not more. If not more. Yeah, that's the deal. Yeah. Shout so, out to Archibald for, for making that not the case, by the way. Yeah, he made We're some good there. saves. Yeah. yeah. Just go straight to the goals. 
I think so. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's value in that, and maybe maybe a little less value in some of the other aspects of playing against a team like this. As you, as many of you already know, we had a three goal outburst between the 11 minute mark and the 16 minute mark, um, and the first one comes on a. It, they all came up the right side too, so. Uh, the first one comes on a nice coordinated sequence as the ball goes wide to Reynolds. Sendejas checks uh, checks back to the ball as Busio makes a decisive run down the channel into the Man City zone. Reynolds plays him a perfectly weighted ball to the end line. It's just, it's lovely. Gianluca cuts it back to the penalty marker. Ferreira dummies it as he's making a near post run. Perhaps an intentional dummy, perhaps unintentional, I don't know. And it kind of bounces over to Georgie, who meets it on a slight bounce with his left foot, roofs it, thrashes it. No mistake, 1-0 USA. Yeah, I'm, I'm skeptical that Ferreira's dummy there was intentional. It actually looked like he might have uh, gone for the ball and, and caught the foot of the defender, and it prevented yeah. him from contacting the ball, which is probably uh, – <laughs> uh, probably he didn't plan it that way, I guess you could say. But I was, I was excited to see Mihailovic make that decisive run. That's kind of what has been lacking from him when he plays centrally a little bit. So that was nice to see him again. This is a, a, an opponent where you kind of have to make opponent independent uh, evaluations of what guys are able to do. And that is something that is easier when you're playing against St. Kitts and Nubis, but it's something that you don't see a ton from him in his, in his more distant past. He's done it a little bit more um, since his move, but I like to see that from Mihalovic for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much, so much time, so easy to pass yeah, through. There's them. so much space. Yeah. <laughs> So like, yeah, everything has to be taken with a grain of salt. That's why we're only going to do like a 20 minute recap here. Um, 14th minute. So 13, so less than two and a half minutes later, we, Cal wins a corner kick, trying to beat his guy down the left, gets tackled out of bounds. I thought Cal struggled a little bit last night, you know, given mm-hmm. what we just talked about. Yeah. Send, we can talk about that in a second, but Sendejas takes the corner and it uh, it kind of goes over everybody, skips through the box to Reynolds, who kind of measures it and takes it on the half volley from outside of the box and hits a laser beam low through traffic past the keeper at the near post. Uh, it's too bad we don't have Waki here to to adjudicate this, but is it a banger? Yeah, the banger discourse is something I'm I'm worried to involve myself in because of how contentious it can be. Actually, yeah, but, it's, um, it's, it's I, I certainly like. I think it. I think it skipped right in front of the keeper. So if it's not rising as it goes in, I believe is where Waki ended up yeah. on the uh, on the final evaluation of what can count as a banger. So uh, by those definitions, at least, I guess it's not a banger. But uh, I I enjoyed it. Is that is it okay to enjoy it and, and it's, concede that it might not be a banger? <laughs> That's the, that's, yeah, that's kind of how I stand, where I stand. I'm a, I'm a, a bit of a loose constructionist on banger. You know, it's kind of how I feel in the moment, mm-hmm. but you know, that's no, that's no way to live. I have to admit. Um, all right. So two zero, let's talk about Cal real quick. What did you think of him? Cause he, he you know, we, I was excited to see him. Morris wasn't very good against Jamaica. Yeah. Uh, you think you would think Cal against these opponents would feast he did right. It's, it's interesting because what we saw was essentially everything we've come to expect of Cowell and maybe against a team like this, you hope you see a little bit more out of him. Like the, the speed, the power they're there, but he's, he's not the technical side of it is still in development. And some of that is like literally what he can do with his feet. Some of it is decision-making. There was one, I believe it was even before these goals where he, 
he got on the ball like in a pretty dangerous area and didn't know what to do and just kind of whacked it into the defender right in front of him. There was one in the, uh, shortly after halftime where uh, he tried to wrap his foot around a volley and, and hit it into the 10th row, but kind of what you expect of him and, and maybe not in the best ways. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Oh well, oh well. I mean, he's he's still young. As, as several people pointed out on the Discord, they're gonna they're gonna grade older players harshly, younger players less harshly, and I, I guess mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm with that. And then the the third goal in this little flurry of goals came again up the right side at the fifteen twenty mark. It's Reynolds uh, passes to Zendejas, kind of coming back along the sideline. He finds Busio in a little pocket. Busio has uh, has a lot of space, but he still acts quickly. Uh, receives it and plays a neat little through ball with his left foot to Ferreira, who's again making a good run. Ferreira <clears throat> finishes through the legs of his marker to the far post. Um, a nice finish too. Again, just good coordination on our right side. What you, sh- I think, what we should expect, right? Three zero. Yeah, and, and when Busio is in the right places and, and on the ball, he's going to play like a beautiful. He, ha- he has the vision when he's on the ball to make the right pass and he has the ability to play a beautiful ball. It's just uh, against higher levels of competition, which again, this was not. It's it's being in the right place at the right time, having both kind of the cognitive and athletic uh, decision-making and ability to, to get into those spots. Against this team, you can do it. And and when you can, he's he's the right guy who can play the ball to Ferreira. Um, and obviously, uh, I won't even get into Ferreira finishing discourse to say the least, but um, Ferreira does kind of what you uh, what you would expect or at least at the very least hope of him in that situation. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily expect him to finish that. I don't necessarily expect any striker to finish that chance. But, um, you know, I, at this point, I am expecting him to make the good run and to get in the good spot and he seems he's just he does does that repeatedly um there was a chance for st kitts and nevis off a poor matt miazga clearance a, a good volley from uh who was it uh taekwon Terrell. okay yeah just hit it oh just like got all of it but put it just over the bar i think um, johnson might have gotten a paw to it but it, it looks like uh the, the alignsman didn't see that. It, it couldn't tell. There was not a super good look at it. Really? Uh, on, the, on the on the replace. Maybe maybe I maybe I just uh, was manifesting it in my mind. <laughs> it could you know it could, it could be somebody will you know it's okay it's okay. Um, let's see, Miazga. I think you know you can give people negative grades. You can't really give them positive grades from this game. I think. I think Miazga also gets a little bit of a ding from this performance. Just a little bit messy. Maybe mm-hmm. this is probably his worst moment of the game. and It wasn't that bad. but Yeah, I think that's fair. And, and I think the one reason that you can kind of look at him and say negative is, is the things that you expect him to be good at, which are playing the ball and stuff, were not strong positives. Uh, this clearance is, is obviously it's an individual moment that's very small and he kind of just, you know, scuffs a clearance. But at the same time, he's the guy who's not going to like run down um, higher level teams. So you need him to be sharp in the things that he's supposed to be good at. And this was an, in one of multiple examples that it wasn't his night in that regard, maybe. And, and maybe if he's not going to have his night in that regard, the stuff that you know that he's not good enough at against better opponents is, is potentially limiting for his, his long term future. Yeah, I guess the thing I would want from him is just reliability. So when he's yeah. so when a loose ball falls to him in the in the box, I want him to just pound it out of there. Yeah, um, and 
he didn't. But on we onward, twenty uh, first minute. I just want to mention this one because it's uh, it's a bit of a foreshadowing. It's not a goal. Busio and Zendejas do a couple guys down in the corner, and then Zendejas uh, dribbles into the box and passes a passes briskly to Ferreira's feet from not too far away. Ferreira does that thing he does so well with his quick feet, pops it up and strikes it on on frame out of the air. Um, the keeper, it's it's kind of right at the keeper above the keeper's head. So the keeper reacts, Archibald reacts, touches it over. But it's a good, it's like a really good take and and foreshadows a goal he scores later in the game. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think uh, that's one of the things, like you mentioned, that Ferreira is best known for. And uh, as you also mentioned, it will pay off for him <laughs> later in the match. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The next goal comes in the 25th minute. It's uh, Busio to Mihailovic through the center circle. So Busio kind of shakes a guy in the center circle and then plays it to Mihailovic's feet. Mihailovic uh, plays a good first time pass in behind for Ferreira as he gets cut down and Ferreira's 1v1 with the keeper and megs him. Cool as you like. 4-0. Yeah, and it's a really good finish. Um, Again, the Ferreira finishing discourse, it keeps rearing its ugly head at us, but... um, there was a there was a question certainly among of the among the Saint Kitts and the Vise defenders if he was off sides. Um, Jesus kind of knew he wasn't, or or at least acted like he wasn't, and the keeper would just had nothing to do, um, just other than get big, and he did get big, but but Jesus managed to put it between his legs, and um, he he knew where he needed to go to get it past the guy. Yeah, yeah, he was off. I mean, he was onside by uh, I think a safe distance. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. They uh, they misjudged that one. <laughs> <More than anything. laughs> Yeah, some backline struggles. Um, yeah, just not good at all, St. Kitts and Nevis. Not to be hard on them, but lots of giveaways in their half. Like we've discussed, very easy to pass through. They threatened a little bit, but not much. Y Scout had them at a tenth of a goal. Um, you know, the, the Statners will say Y Scout's numbers are wrong or not accurate, but they're generally mo- mostly in line with yeah. the other. If you're ballparking it, it's, uh, yeah. you can kind of figure it out from there. Yeah. Right. Uh, as far as takeaways from the first half, I, I was we talked about them already, but Reynolds just seems to offer something different out wide at fullback. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought Sendejas, who who struggled in the second half, was actually pretty good in the first half. Uh, Busio was very good. Cal and Miazga, I didn't think, had a great first half, but nothing terrible. Yeah, I think that's fair. With, with Zendejas, I think you look at, at what he's not the best at as a, as a winger, especially. He doesn't have that like immediate burst move, like the Christian Pulisic type of thing where he's going to be able to beat a guy on the dribble. But in a game like this where his job is a bit more about connecting and, and maybe St. Kitts is not really going to have the ability to to uh, make sure that they can slow him down if he does try to burst past a guy. It's a game that is well-suited for what he's good at at the position, and it worked out for him. Yeah, yeah. Although he, you know, I think he was really pushing. We're not going to talk about it too much, but he was really pushing to get a goal in the second half. And mm-hmm. I got, I think, couldn't get it. Got very frustrated. Missed a missed the frame a few times, and I think started to kind of force things. And it got uglier as the game went on for him personally. Fiftieth um, yeah. minute, Ferreira gets his hat trick. It's uh it's the thing that we tried to foreshadow from earlier. It's a short pass from Georgie on the other side of the box from the one he received from Sendejas. But again, he takes a really quick touch 
kind of around a defender, receives it around the defender, and then just stabs it home with the inside of his foot. Very quick, very deft, much like the earlier one, except this one went in. Yeah, watching it live, I thought he like accidentally popped it up a little too high and he kind of got lucky. But as you watched the many replays that they showed, he popped it up just enough to, to knock it over the guy's trailing leg and then, like you mentioned, those quick feet to, to get another good solid boot through it. It's it's a finisher's goal. Um, and again, I keep inserting myself into the thing that I say I don't want to insert myself into, but it was, it was precisely what he's on the field to do because he has that ability, maybe more so against St. Kitts than against the Netherlands, but it's something that he's, he's you know, his dad is an all-time MLS player, a former Columbia international. This is a guy who, who kind of not only has the the bloodlines to do it physically, but he knows what he's doing in those situations too. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, people, you know, people are dogging him because he has. Like, I guess he got his tenth goal for the national team mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, night. and the, the other four were <laughs> all in one game as well. <laughs> yeah, so seven out of the ten yeah. are against Grenada and St. Kitts and Nevis, and yeah. there, that's an absolutely valid caveat on all of those goals. But you know, if you take them each individually, they're they're, they're nice goals. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, you still got to you still got to put it in the back of the net. And I, a, a beloved member of USMNT Twitter promised to delete his account if Ferreira scored a hat trick. And I don't, I don't know if, if he has checked. yet. <laughs> Let me check real quick. Um, yeah, he hasn't. It was a... Shocker. He says, I was drunk when I made that bet and therefore not in the right headspace. The bet is null and void. How convenient. Um, <laughs> Got to get that notarized next time. I, for real. Uh, Reynolds gets a volley from point blank on a nice ball to the back post from DeJuan Jones in the 60th minute. It's a it's a good take. I mean, he could have, he should have, I would say, tapped it across the face of goal for Brandon Vasquez, who was wide open because Ferreira had come off by this point. I don't uh, blame him for trying to smash it near post, honestly. Again, it's Stu's birthday, man. He wants to score a couple goals, get, get out of there. Beautiful yeah. ball from Dewan Jones, though, I must say as well. Yeah, it was a really nice ball. I, uh, yeah, forgot to say that. Happy birthday to Brian Reynolds. Um, there's a nice, uh, real quick here, there's a nice quick free kick from Sonora in the 66th minute. Uh Vasquez misses a header on a good Mihailovic free kick delivery in the 71st minute. Uh, just, I mean, he misses by a couple inches. It was, a, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at him really. Uh, I guess I'd be mad at him if we weren't already up 5-0. But uh, <laughs> any thoughts on, on Vasquez? Your, um, uh, he he, your he kind of was. He, he kind of was what he was, which is fine. He's he's a pretty good player. Obviously, coming on as a second half sub, you only are going to get a limited number of opportunities. He didn't make the most of that one. It's really hard to fault the guy for missing a header by a few inches. But um, I actually thought the free kick service, um, not to dog anybody who has done it in the recent past for the for the full senior national team, but this free kick service for Mihailovic and um, Senora as well was was really nice. So. That'll be something to watch. I don't, think fresh either air. Of them, I don't think either of them figures into a full-strength squad at this stage, but it's definitely something to keep in mind as you look to, um, you know, figuring out better options there when, when the full team is back together. 
Yeah, I forgot to, you know, some speaking of figuring into the first full full strength squad and who does and who doesn't, maybe long-term Jalen Neal does, you know, because he, yeah. maybe not too, who knows, like he's got a ways to go, but he played a lot of nice passes again tonight. And that the mm-hmm. one, we, one that happened in the first half, which I forgot to mention is he played basically a through ball to Georgia, Georgia Mihailovic. Yeah. Um, Mihailovic got closed down by Archibald. Couldn't really, couldn't really solve the problem, but that's a, that's a really, really lovely ball from Neil. And he was very calm and uh, tidy and progressive with the ball again. Yeah, and even with the, the caliber of competition, you look at a young guy and you say, just the composure in the situation, regardless of who the opposition is, that could be, uh, you know, playing against the USL team and still seeing that he's not too small in the moment is something that is, is a good step forward in terms of, you know, long-term development and evaluating where he's going to fit in long-term is that, that really good first performance, even against a bad team. Yeah. He seems very chill. He seems like a chill dude. (laughs) Uh, and then we get the Mihailovic goal. It's uh, a nice ball across the field from wide from Aiden Morris to Christian Roldan, none other than Christian Roldan, who brings it down as Archibald, Archibald closes on him, but then unselfishly and calmly lays it off for Mihailovic, who takes a touch and passes it into the empty net. So that's two assists and two goals for Mihailovic. Had a nice night for him. And uh, good to see Roldan get a, another goal contribution. Yeah, man, the uh, unselfishness is part of how you become a big vibes guy. So he, he definitely was putting it on for his teammates. And um, I can tell you right now that if my team was up five to nothing and I was in that situation, which I would not be, I'm taking the shot. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not uh, doing the unselfish thing in that very specific situation. Yeah, it kind of makes me, you know, not that Roldan was amazing or anything, but uh, Cal and Morris both struggling a little bit. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe it should be more. Maybe it should be uh, rolled on and send Dejas on the wings the next time we, you know, have to face somebody that we really have to fight fight against. Because Trinidad yeah, presumably will yeah. be a pretty easy game on Sunday. And at the very least, uh, nobody has been good enough. Even if you think Cal and Morris are better, nobody's been good enough to say we definitely need to put this guy on the field or we definitely can't put the third guy on the field. It's it's a close enough you know, talent decision that it's, Hey, you know, maybe you do play the vibes guy or you do have a, a matchup that rolled on fits best for as well. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here. Trin- yeah, Trin- Trin- Trinidad. I do the Vincent walkie thing where I just extend for another 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 bells. One more thing. Um, yeah. Let's get out of here. Uh, thank you so much, Tim. Uh, yeah, of course. Thanks everybody for listening. Oh, where 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 should people find you? Easiest way is on Twitter at Club Country USA. Okay. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see ya.